Oh, man. Well, we've got another episode of MLB Morning Coffee here on a Friday morning from the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, California. My name is Greg Mraz, your host as per usual. Appreciate you joining us this morning. I got to tell you all, I am frustrated beyond all belief. You listened to our episode yesterday with Tyler Oman, and we talked about what's going on at the major league level. I want to talk about today what has happened at the minor league level. And what happened yesterday was an absolute travesty to the entire entity that is minor league baseball. The Oakland A's made news by saying that they weren't going to pay their minor league players the $400 a week for the rest of the season. Other organizations came out and said, we're going to continue to pay our minor league players. But guess what they did? In mass, teams released up to 50 players at a time. Some even more. Per what Jeff Passan said, there were over 1,000 players that were released yesterday from minor league organizations. And it's not going to cost you that much to keep those players employed. Per Robert Murray, the St. Louis Cardinals, the Seattle Mariners, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Cincinnati Reds, the New York Mets, the Washington Nationals, the Baltimore Orioles, the Colorado Rockies, the Atlanta Braves, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Tampa Bay Rays have released players. Many upwards of 30. Some over 50. The Mariners were one of those over 50. You have 11 teams that decided to release a good chunk of minor league players because they didn't want to pay them a paltry amount to keep them on their payroll. I am sick and tired of Major League Baseball deciding that money is more important than the goodness of humanity. I am absolutely flabbergasted that good karma and good conscience cannot rule over the mighty dollar. For owners that have no reason to squabble over a million extra dollars when they're worth in the billions. And yet, it is more important for them to be able to save what is pennies for them compared to the rest of society than it is to pay players and give them a livelihood in the worst economic times since the Great Depression of the 30s. Why is this so hard? It's not hard. It's not hard in the slightest. You write the check and you're able to save at least for a little bit the economic futures of players that can't do anything else right now, that have no chance of entering the workforce because we're approaching 40 million people out of work in the United States. I love the game of baseball, and I grew up as one of the biggest Oakland Athletics fans. I loved the Moneyball teams, the teams from 2000 to 2003, the streak of 2002, Miguel Tejada's 2002 MVP campaign, Jason Giambi's 2000 MVP campaign. 
Mulder, Hudson, Zito, all of it. I loved the A's. I don't love them anymore. Because they continue to screw over the people that make them as successful as they are. And it's not just the A's. It's organizations all throughout Major League Baseball. And under Rob Manfred, it just continues to get worse. I love baseball. But what Major League Baseball is doing right now, I want to hate baseball. This is making me hate baseball. And it sickens me. And it frustrates me to no end. Because the people that have the ability to change people's lives for the better in one of the worst times in the history of this country, and they choose to let them go free, and people will have no opportunity to earn a living wage in a time where in another industry it would be almost near impossible for them to do so. Why am I so worked up about this? The reason why is quite simply I've worked in minor league baseball. There are other people that have worked in minor league baseball in my position and in other positions. And let me make this clear. There are many people that understand what I'm talking about in regards to minor league baseball players. There are a whole hell of a lot of people that have no effing clue. When I listen to sports talk radio hosts talk about minor league baseball, I want to throw up because they haven't done the research. They don't actually understand what's going on. And people that don't know what's going on are going to continue to support the product because they have no idea how much MLB is screwing over the people that make the game happen. People that are in the major leagues grinded through the minor leagues to be able to get to that point, to be able to have an opportunity to play Major League Baseball. If the draft isn't 40 rounds, or at least back in the day, over 60 rounds, Mike Piazza, a Hall of Famer, a guy who was, I believe, drafted in the 62nd round, does not have an opportunity to play professional baseball and does not have the career that he does. Countless dreams of major leaguers are killed if they don't turn their 30th and 40th round range draft selections into opportunities to prove that they have a chance to make it at the highest level. I did an interview earlier on Thursday with Logan Taylor that we are going to play for you in just a couple of moments. Logan is a graduate of Texas A&M University. He was a 12th round selection by the Seattle Mariners in the 2015 draft. I had Logan on my team in Ketuit in the Cape Cod League in 2014. And I had him again in Clinton, Iowa in 2016. Logan was released by the Mariners after the 2019 minor league season where he was playing for the AA Arkansas Travelers. I talked with Logan to discuss everything surrounding what's going on in minor league baseball and his opinions 
on everything that's going on right now. Take a listen. I know you'll enjoy it. And joining me now here on MLB Morning Coffee to discuss everything going on in the minor leagues right now, he was a former Mariners minor leaguer that played in the Mariners system from 2015 until 2019, an alumnus of Texas A&M University. He is one of my best friends in baseball, and I will say this, he is an all-around good guy. Joining me from Houston, Texas, it is Logan Taylor. LT, what's good, buddy? Thanks for coming on the show. What's going on, Greg? I appreciate you having me. So I'm looking at everything going around today in that all these organizations are saying we're still going to keep paying our minor leaguers even though there's no baseball, and yet teams are releasing minor leaguers, including your former organization, the Mariners, in amounts that has never been seen before. You've seen guys get released at the end of spring trainings. When you see this, what is the type of message that MLB ownership is sending to players that are hoping to make the major leagues? To me, all I'm seeing is is the message that we don't really care about you. We just want to save whatever amount of change we can to protect our own livelihood, even though many of these owners are worth billions of dollars. Right. Yeah, no, I know. It, it's tough to say. I mean, as far as baseball goes, it's it's obviously about what have you done for me lately, right? That's what you hear all the time, and it just comes down to numbers. And uh, another part of it is what somebody received into the draft. So if they got a big signing bonus, obviously those guys are probably pretty safe. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. For, I know a lot of guys that have, are getting released right now. I've had conversations with some of the guys I've played with, and um, it's tough. It's I mean, obviously, minor league guys have been treated poorly for a long time now uh, as far as the food that we're given, the, the paychecks they're given. I mean, just everything about it from the 12-, 14-hour bus rides is just not ideal, right? So I don't think that anybody should really be surprised with the way that everything is, is going on with uh, the MLB right now. So. What kind of precedent did it set for the future of player development and minor league baseball, in your opinion, when the Oakland A's decided yesterday that they were going to stop paying their minor league players? Because, Logan, in every stop that you made in the Mariners system, with the exception of your first year in Everett, you were in a league that had an Oakland A's affiliate. So I'm sure that you know a ton of guys including people that you probably played against in college that were a part of the A system. When you see that, what does what kind of sense does it give to you and others like you about what's going to happen to the future of what we once knew as the minor league baseball system? Well, I mean if you just think about it as a professional athlete, you know, obviously the off season is dedicated towards getting better, training, eating a certain way. And all that requires money, obviously, like everything else. So I don't really understand how you could, I guess, expect a player to go through with an off-season. I guess you would consider this an off-season or a downtime, a frozen period, um, and then be getting the most out of this time at home when you – completely cut them off from 
their livelihood. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Personally, I feel that minor league players should be paid. I mean, I don't even tenfold what they are, are given. Um, I mean, if you're talking about cutting a draft in half, you're talking about affiliates being cut in half and all this and that, man, there. all I know is there are guys that have trained and sacrificed days, years, seasons to get where they are and to not get paid for being a professional athlete just doesn't make sense. It's, it's really pretty sad. So. You mentioned the draft and how Major League Baseball wants to cut the draft down. And this year it's only going to be five rounds. Logan, you were a 12th round draft pick. You and a lot of guys that you played with, if this was your draft year, you more than likely don't get drafted. And maybe you don't even have the chance to go back to school and play your senior year. What is Major League Baseball doing to the mindsets of college baseball players when effectively they are now discouraged from turning professional in a year like if you're a junior, which is the year that you came out and signed, and a lot of other people do so because they have the leverage financially, what does it do to the mindset of a college baseball player about their future playing professional baseball? Correct me if I'm wrong here, Greg. Isn't it after five rounds, anybody can be picked up for $25,000? Is that correct? $20,000 is the maximum signing bonus. Yes, anybody can pick be picked up for $20,000. I think there's a limit. Uh, yeah, so basically anybody, and like a lot of guys that I've had on my Brewers and Royals affiliates that are senior signs, they get drafted in the top 10 rounds and they're maxing out at about a $5,000 signing bonus. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and that's wrong as well. But the, after five rounds, if you're if you're going to say, hey, we, can, we can't give you more than $20,000, basically what you're telling a collegiate athlete that is thinking about going pro, that if he drops past the fifth round and his only opportunity is with – a $20,000 bonus, a lot of guys are obviously going to take that, in my opinion. A lot of them will take that, but a lot of them will go back to school and and try and finish their degree. That's my take on it because $20,000 in the grand scheme of things, especially in, in the game of baseball, is really not a lot for an organization, honestly. And that $20,000 will be taxed, and you know, what those guys are left with, they're basically going to be playing to, paying to play baseball. So... Uh, you know, a lot of my buddies that signed as seniors, that's exactly how they described it was when they got $5,000 or they got $10,000, those guys were paying to play um, because they don't pay for your food. They don't pay for your housing and all the, the things that come with the season. Um, yeah, it's just a really – it's an unfortunate spot to be in. It's really sad. I hate it for, uh, you know, the high school guys not getting to finish their senior year and the college guys. It's tough for everybody, right? But, um, you know, 2019, I believe MLB had, I, I think, their best year revenue-wise, um, somewhere around 9 or $10 billion. So that's just kind of frustrating. Um, but, I mean, what can you do about it? You know, nothing. So if, if, 
somebody gets an opportunity and they're wanting to be professional and turn pro and and try and uh, make it to the big leagues, that, and that's their only opportunity, then that's what they're going to have to do. Just like the other guys that that take the thousand dollars as a free agent and, and they roll with it and just hope that everything works for them and they become a priority. We're here with former Mariners minor leaguer Logan Taylor on MLB Morning Coffee talking about the massacre really today. And we're recording this on Thursday for a Friday release of almost a thousand players getting released across minor league baseball. And some of these names have started to come out. And a lot of these guys are not necessarily getting released based on ability, but based on how much they are getting paid relative to the rest of the system. Logan, I'm not as well educated to how payment is structured across different levels, but can you correct me if I'm wrong? As you rose up to double A, you, I assume, got paid more per month the longer you were in the system. Is that correct? Um, I got You get a pay raise from A ball to double A, yes. It's not a significant raise, but it is something. And then if you repeat in that class, so if I go back to double A or somebody goes back to double A, then they will make more the second go at it than they did the, the previous, yes. So to me, it seems like there is an unequitable amount of players that are getting released today that probably could have been really good Major League Baseball players. And so for me, when I look at what has happened today, it basically tells me that the teams don't really care about developing the full player and that they're willing to take whatever is cheapest. Do you ever get the sense, or did you ever feel like, you know, an organization, whether it be the Mariners who you played for or someone else that was a friend of yours that played in a different system, that they didn't necessarily envision you as being a part of the big league team? Like, I know that's a harsh question to ask, but I know that a lot of players have gotten the stark reality today that their teams didn't care about them as much as they thought they did. Well, Greg, I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, I can tell you from my experience, guys know if they're a priority or not. It's pretty simple. Um, you can tell when you're in the clubhouse. You can tell when you talk to front office. Uh, you can tell when when the lineup card is posted. I mean, there are a lot of indicators that uh, help 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 you kind of navigate and figure out if you're really a priority or not. Um, and if you're a guy, unfortunately, that didn't get a significant amount of, of money in the draft, um, you really got to play a lot better, obviously, than the high school guy that did. Um, that's just that's just business, obviously. I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense from the younger person that can mold them into a way as opposed to a 22-, 23-, at a college. It's just different. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. But but when guys are, are – whatever organization they're playing for, they know if they're a priority or not. They, they fully get it. They fully understand or, and they can see – they can see past the, the fake conversation or the – you understand what I'm trying to say, right? 
Absolutely, yeah. No, you you get the sense on whether or not you are seen as a priority. And believe me, I've been in those clubhouses and seen those lineup cards and based on how a player has played, and I won't name names, and this was in a different organization, it was like, why is this guy in the lineup at this position over this guy? Well, this guy's a priority. Final question here for you, Logan, and I really appreciate you taking some time on short notice to chat with us here on MLB Morning Coffee. I have heard from several people in my corner that they feel like the minor league players need their own union to prevent things like this from happening again. Do you think minor league baseball players could successfully unionize? I don't know. Um, I know that something something definitely needs to change. I can tell you that. Um, and I can also tell you I'm thankful that I was that I played as bad as I did at the time that I did and was released at the time that I was released because this right here is this is crazy. Um, I, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason. I firmly believe that. Um, but, but I don't know. I know that something needs to change uh, for the minor league guys for sure. There's a lot. There's a lot that could be done. I don't know if a player's union within the minor league system, I, I, I don't know. You know, I'm not in the, I'm not in baseball anymore. And uh, to be completely honest with you, outside of, of my close friends that are still playing, I don't even keep up with baseball more. Um, I really don't. I'm, and that's not because I'm bitter at the game. It's because I've just moved on. I know that I did everything I could do and it didn't work out and I'm good with it. Um, but I know that while I was playing, I wish that things were different and we had somebody representing us. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that, that answers your question, Greg. Absolutely does, Logan. Hey, I really appreciate your time today. All the best to you and your wife and your, uh, your parents. They're great people, and uh, I wish them all the best. You're the man, Greg. I appreciate it. So that was Logan Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, and I feel like that was a really good representation about how a lot of minor league baseball players, current and former, feel about the situation going on right now in minor league baseball. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. And it's going to continue to get worse all throughout the game. I've seen tweets, even since we started recording this, of guys declaring that they had been released and that they're starting life without baseball. And that's the saddest thing. Like, you can tell from what Logan is saying that he is perfectly okay in life right now without baseball. And that he gave baseball all that he had and he is accepting of his result in regards to his baseball career. And I understand it. And for Logan, I wish that he had been able to get to the major leagues. I really do, because I've known him a long time, and I admire the work that he has put in to be the best player that he could be. And you can say that for a lot of minor league baseball players. And as the major league baseball negotiations roll on with the Players Association, you're going to see more and more collateral damage. I just hope that for the future of minor league baseball and its players, that there is some justice that is served for the guys that have to grind it out to try and get to the big leagues. Because I don't think many people understand 
that part of being a Major League Baseball player also is being a Minor League Baseball player. This has been another edition of MLB Morning Coffee, a production of the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, California. We are going to take a break on the weekend unless we have news of more negotiations between the Players Association and MLB owners. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend. And as always, we will catch you in the AM.